Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Esteemed Gentleman Podcast for Thursday, May 13th. I'm your host, Scott Labrie. Joined alongside me, as always, we have Uncle Teabag, Tyler Sund. Hello, everybody. And all day Eric DeShane's in the house as well. Hello, hello. How you boys doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good. All right, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. We're going to be talking about reviews. Um, uh, technically, this was supposed to be Eric's topic. We'll get Tyler also came up with it. So who wants to intro yeah. kind of what we're talking about? Okay. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> points at me. You do it. <laughs> um, I, I've always found that you watch a movie. It's like, damn, that was a good movie. I'm really happy with my rental. Like back in the day. And then you find out later on, on the reviews, it's like, oh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it like 45%. It's like, how the fuck do they determine what's a good movie, what's a bad movie? You know, like, what appeals to people, I guess, and mm-hmm. whatever. Like, you know, like Nomadland, I imagine, like, I saw the trailer for Nomadland. And I was like, man, this looks like a really boring, <laughs> uninteresting movie. Mm-hmm. And, Scott, you said you watched it, and you said it was kind of dragged a bit. Mm-hmm. Didn't really hold the attention too well, but it got... Great reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm sure. It won Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Right? Ended up winning an Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's got, yeah, here we go. It's got 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. So is it because it's something that's never been covered before? Like, how do you determine that it's a... Mm-hmm. I feel like a movie should be based on, does it grasp your attention? Does it entertain you? Does it make you feel joy or sadness or whatever that you're supposed mm-hmm. to feel? You know, when you're done watching it, was it like, man, that was a good movie. That was good. You know? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like I just, I just don't understand that. See, a movie like that, though, I found was really only made for the Academy Awards. So, if it's like a movie like that, it's gonna be loved by the critics because that's the whole point of that, right? So, right. But like, I don't know. What was, I'm trying to find it here on Rotten Tomatoes. What's its fan score on Rotten Tomatoes right now? Is it like in ninety still too, or uh, I'm trying no, to no Man Land? Yeah. Like I yeah, want ninety four percent. Ninety four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Eighty two percent audience liked it. For the audience, like it's also oh, really I got gotcha. yeah, because yeah, yeah, like yes. something like that is like it was made to be artsy, made to be like a big kind of like a, 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 a exclusive kind of movie like that. Not so much for the fans, not so much for enjoyment, right? Just kind of show off the 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 storytelling of the director. So stuff right. like that usually gets passed by fans and kind of like a kind of a shitty kind of movie like that, but. If it's still loved, right. then yeah, it's hit and miss. But yeah, movies like No Man Land and um, all of those Academy Award winning movies are so high up on themselves. I have a hard time getting into them myself. It's just like I don't want to watch something like this. This is so right. Yeah, it's not, made for yeah. a different audience, right? You're not exactly, probably the targeted yeah. audience for No Man Land. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which is kind of interesting because would you want to appeal to like all general audiences? But then I guess you know, and then you take and then you take a show like Transformers. And yeah. everybody buys into that shit. Every oh. movie. It's like every Call of Duty that comes out every year. Yeah. Like, oh, I gotta get it. It looks amazing. But it's like, it's the same thing with a fresh coat of paint on it. But it's the same fucking thing every mm-hmm. time. Just more of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, ugh, I'll admit that I have watched all of them. I've watched all of them because I'm just yeah. like, oh, okay. I feel like shut my brain off and enjoying three hours of, you know, carnage and mm-hmm. stupid human decisions that I don't care about. But just I just want to see the cool robot fights, and I guess you get what you ask for, right? That's yeah, thing, essentially, but... yeah. And of course, it's Michael Bay at his fullest with that kind of stuff, right? Right. And you go all out, and 
And then you see uh, the user score of those. Uh, I'll just take an example here. Your score is like it's high, and high. then Rotten Tomatoes is like thirty percent or whatever, yeah. right? It's like, well, I mean, the it's movie garbage. made hand over fist what its budget was. Everybody mm-hmm. that went to theaters to watch it liked it, except for, of course, the critics and the artsy people. It's like mm-hmm. there's not enough male nudity in this one. Uh, it was no creativity, yeah. whatever. Like, <laughs> that's like uh, I remember watching. Um, one of the first actual Academy Award winning movies, I was like, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to watch this one. The one that won all the awards and whatever that, that I remember mm. at the time. I don't know exactly how accurate it's going to be because it, it it's an older movie. But it's a movie called About Schmidt. Have you guys ever seen that? Yeah, I it's know. Got, of it. um, yeah, it's, got, it? uh, it's got Jack Nicholson in it. That's it. Yes. At the yeah. beginning of the movie, his wife passes away. He's, he's old, like retired kind of guy. And um, who's uh, the one that plays? I feel really bad. Uh, not knowing who this is. She's in a lot of movies. She's in Misery. She breaks um, the guy's kneecaps in the movie. Um, she's Bates. in The Office. Kathy Bates. She's in it too. She got nominated at, or won Best Supporting Actress. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching that movie and I'm like, man, this movie is so weird. It's just basically an old senile guy wandering aimlessly after his wife passes away and just like mm-hmm. just meeting people and just kind of yeah, getting lost and just like doing whatever mm-hmm. he wants. Mm. And it's just like it's just a super pointless movie to me. Like when I watched it, that's what I thought, right? But I mean, knowing now, like with uh, you know, being more mature, more open minded and enjoying mm. more films and having more taste in a lot of things, I feel like if I revisited it, I'd probably enjoy it more. But I just remember it was weird because like, I had Kathy Bates boobs in it too. Like they're in a oh, hot God. tub. And then she's like trying to reach over to Jack Nicholson and trying to like get him all revved up because she comes to the hot tub and he's just kind of like freaked out by her. Like she's just like this weird old lady. And I remember sitting there watching it with my parents. I'm just like, this movie's so weird. And it won like all the awards. And I'm like, so basically I came to the conclusion that the Academy is always looking for like really weird sexual movies. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones that are going to win. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, <laughs> not all the time. I'm obviously exactly. Shape of but... Water run one a couple years ago, and that's like like it has like bestiality in it. Like, that's, come on, like that's you're not. That's not a wrong, bad theory. You're not wrong. No, for sure. But yeah. uh, Shape of Water was a good movie, though. True. It just had a weird part in it, and that was what it was, what it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good little monster flick. You know, you have the yeah. good bad guy. It's got the violence and the gore, and it's got good mm-hmm. pacing. It's got good characters. It's I don't know, and it's well filmed. It's obviously Guillermo del Toro. You know, master of his craft. This guy for mm-hmm. weird stuff and cool stuff. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. But then I took. Uh, so I'm just going to give an example. So like, what do you guys think is like one movie that you feel like probably just appeals to you mostly? That you think is a really great film, but like everybody else, or even like Rotten Tomatoes, would just kind of be like, "Nope, this is garbage." Uh, so the one that I come up with that I thought was a very well crafted movie, well acted movie, uh, great effects, and everybody was like in it 110 percent was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Beginning, oh. which has I'm gonna just look it up here. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Beginning uh-huh. with Jordana Brewster and Arlie Ermy. So, the oh, tomato Arnie, meter. Ernie's in that. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. I watched that movie and it, it made me feel exactly what I think the movie is trying to portray you to feel was mm-hmm. horrified, disgusted, disturbed, and like a shred of hope because you actually like these characters and you want them to get out alive, mm-hmm. even though this is like a prequel to how everything kind of starts. So, obviously, nobody survives because 
Otherwise, there would not be any sequels, right? Cops would show up and whatever. So this movie, I would have given it my honest opinion. I would have given this movie like an 8 out of 10. Because it was just like, man, like these actors just got right into it. The story was was kind of realistic at the time. Uh, for the for the time that it came out, there's no cell phones, there's no nothing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so it got 13%. <laughs> and it's just like, holy man, like how? But uh, yeah, that's that's one of my examples. But then audience score is, out of 250,000 ratings, is 53%. So that's mm-hmm. about right for a horror film, I feel. Yeah. Most horror films are pretty generic, but mm-hmm. I feel like this one wasn't generic. Maybe it's because it was so disgusting. Like super dark and yeah. really messed up, maybe. And people are just like, oh. Mm-hmm. Can't handle it, which I don't blame them because there's mm-hmm. some pretty messed up stuff. In but yeah. one that I one that I think of every now and then too, I thought was a perfect movie that I liked. It wasn't the it suffered a bit from its budget and a bit from its you know kind of framing and directing. Maybe was the original Punisher from 2004 with uh, Thomas Jane and John Travolta. Yes, that yes. one. Like I'm looking at it right now. It's rating right now with the critics at 20. percent I'm like, yeah, it's not wrong. But fan scores 63. I'm like. That's more fair, I think. It should be like a 65, See? I would rate it, 70. Oh, it, it, I, yeah, for sure. I would give it at least it's great. Yeah, it's great about the movie, but it's very much, you know, it suffers from a few, the budget, I think, was a big thing with it. You could tell, it's, it's, you see it in how it's framed and how it's filmed. It's suffering right. from that. If it had more, a bit, a bit more budget and better produced, oh, for sure. But right. yeah, I, I think that movie is definitely under un, uh, underappreciated for how it is. I love that movie a, a ton. It's just your... Oh, yeah. Uh, the balls of the wall action. It's fun. It's great to watch. And yeah, it's... And that's one I find it's uh, very... like Oh, yeah, it's kind of passe to critics. I'm like, no, that's a, an awesome movie. Right? <laughs> yeah. Everybody was having a good time making it. Like that whole yeah. Russian fight scene. John Travolta is the oh, bad guy. Yeah. The mafia boss. Like, that kitchen fight oh. scene, man. It's like, oh, you're, yeah. you're, you're holding on to your chair. Like, what's going to happen next? Like, how is he going to survive this? And right? Oh, yeah. It's so good, yeah. And it's got John Pinay in there too, man. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you go wrong? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the comedian, <laughs> John Pinet. Yes, yeah, he's a uh, yeah. Oh, like, oh, the uh, Rebecca Will Romain Patton. Too. Yeah, Will yeah. Patton. Yeah. Will Patton as a as a homosexual thug. Like, and yeah. he's just like it's just such a different character, and he just nailed it. Like, it's such yeah. a good movie. And, and to me, that's still the best incarnation incarnation of um, uh, to hell. What's the Punisher's name in the comic books? Um, Frank Castle. Frank Castle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best I agree. I think so far. Yeah. Oh, and like even when he's in the diner, and then that creepy hitman's in there with the guitar, like that. That's, I don't know. I didn't think of that movie. That movie deserves way more mm-hmm. buzz than what it got. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, tomato meter. How can that be right? Yeah, it's not. Scott, is there anything that you've watched that you thought was top notch and? Um. Yeah, I mean, like, so sometimes, like, there'll be like the the Marvel stuff. Like, I remember, I think, like, Ant Man wasn't like rated too hot and i'm like mm-hmm. going to see that and like oh okay but like also it's like yeah i guess he is kind of like a b tier well actually Ant-Man, Ant-Man. No, yeah he's, Ant-Man he's got 80 now. um yeah. no i watch the only good movies uh <laughs> basically yeah i guess he kind of do um <laughs> uh i don't know like i guess like the only ones are like the fast and furious but like i know that they're bad movies yeah and, exactly but i still enjoy them um yeah but yeah, yeah, I'm like the type of guy who yeah who who does like pay attention to the tomato meter and I don't know tends to agree with it most of the time. I don't know, like okay. I, I just looked up yeah. Tyler, your favorite movie of all time, Man on Fire. Yeah, thirty eight percent. 
Yeah, that's another. That's another one. Yeah, that can't yeah. be right. No, 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 no. You're lying to me. Audience score is 89, but Tomato Meter is 38. And I remember that's coming out of that movie, I was like, "That's your, that's your favorite movie of all time." Okay. It's the best movie ever made. It's a, it's a masterpiece. Movie. It's a fantastic movie. It's, it's an artsy type movie. They use film, film reels, like they roll it and everything. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like a visual. Well, it's a little fucking a hard to watch sometimes. To save a yeah. girl's life. Fucking awesome. Right? Yeah. A little girl who saved his life. He exchanges his life for hers to save her in the end. Like, come yep. on, man. It's a yep. beautiful love story. Piss should have been, been edited better, though. Hey, uh, no. I like it. I like hey, it. Now. Effects just ruined it all. Mm-mm. Aww. Like, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> For the whole fucking oh movie. God. For the whole <laughs> movie. Okay, I will admit, I will admit to you openly that when I watched the first time, I'm like, holy fuck. How, three quarters of the way through, I have a migraine watching this. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a lot. But then I, and then I listen, and then I watched the making of it. And I'm like, okay, he did this on purpose to create an effect of what's going on in his mind because he's mm-hmm. obviously got PTSD and he's got issues and whatever. Okay, okay. So I watched it again, knowing that. And then I come to appreciate it even more because I guess mm-hmm. I kind of let him convince me. Yeah, but they didn't but explain I that he had PTSD at all. You think God will forgive us for the things that we've done? And then he like tried to kill himself. He went to shoot himself, but the gun, the bullet didn't go off, so he kept it. And then he gave it to what's his name at the end. He's like, you know, a judge or sorry, um, a bullet always tells the truth. Maybe it'll tell you the truth and gives it to him and puts it in the thing and shoots himself. And it's like, ha, oh, <laughs> you get what you get, karma. Karma, yeah, you piece of shit. Yeah. Ah, Scott, shut up. Do <laughs> <laughs> you work for Rotten Tomatoes, you bastard? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I pay attention because I've got burned going to the theater like too many times, like going to see fucking Man of Steel and like coming out. I was like that movie sucked. Like, well, yeah, but we all kind of knew yeah, it was going in. All right. Yeah. Yeah, but if I go like opening night, it's like it's a brand new Superman movie. Like, I don't know if it's supposed to be good. Right, and then you come out and be like, "Oh, okay, it's not that great." Oh, mm. what, what else have you been rated? burned by? What's another? What's another one you've been burned yeah. by? Do you think that uh, you watched in theater? Well, like, I don't know if like I got burned, but like another one that I kind of agreed with was like uh, uh, Spectre, like the latest like 007 movie. Oh, oh watching yeah, that one I was like, okay. oh, that wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Right. Are, yeah, yeah. Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, forty five percent. That's probably what I would give it. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Like I don't know. I, I, yeah, you seemed hyped to watch that one a little bit. Well, well, like, I'm like, the thing is, like, it. You know, maybe if it was coming out on theaters, I was like, eh, maybe I'll skip that. But like, mm-hmm. if it's on Amazon Prime, yeah. You know, I have a, I yeah. have an hour and a half to spare on a Saturday. Like, why not? Right. And for sure. Yeah. 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 Watch it. It's new. And plus, I was like, I could talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> so it's like yeah, another right. benefit of watching it. And then I was like, okay, this movie's yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hmm. So I don't know. Looking at it here now, too, as well, there's two movies on here that I love, too, and same thing critics hate and fans love. First one is Bad Boys 2. I, I love the movie because it knows what it was. It is stupid. It's over the top. It's great. And yeah, it's, it makes sense that the fan score is 78% because the critics are 23 because... It's right. yeah, it's a great like just over the top dumb action movie, and it knows what it is. So now I'm making this. But another one here is Constantine. That one's rated at 46 percent critics and 72 percent fans. I thought that would be the way around. I thought critics like that one more. I would have surprised by that. So yeah, I don't know. I kind of 
that one was it was good. It was just it was boring. It was just the 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 tone was good. The effects were a little iffy. Yeah. I don't know. It was it was okay. Like okay. I watched it like that movie was like about half an hour longer than it should have been, I feel, but surprisingly this one, Snakes on a Plane is rated 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. No. 70 69% no. critics, 49% fans. Snakes on a Plane. I remember well, I mean, watching that. that. Like 69 is just kind of like a it's certified like fresh. A, well, yeah, like a little fun little movie like I don't know, like yeah. It was not fun. It was the stupidest movie I've ever seen in my it's life. It's not worth 70%. It's not certified it tomato, I don't terrible. think. It's terrible. It's awful. The it's, best it's, part of the whole movie, they already put it in the, in the trailer without yeah. using the F word in it. Like, you know. The whole point of the movie, just so Samuel Jackson can say that line. I am that's it. Sick of that is motherfucking sakes on this motherfucking plane. Exactly. <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a weird one, I think, for critics and fans, but yeah. I thought that I'd be. I thought that'd be the other way. I thought fans would love the one because it is that it is a stupid dumb movie. Fans would love and critics would hate. But no, yeah. that was the other way. Surprisingly, actually, one that surprised me here is uh, seeing the Starship Troopers is as high as it is. Honestly, the really? Tomato Meter gave it sixty-five percent. I, I would give it that. I would give it a seventy sixty-five. Yeah. Audience score is seventy, and I thought that was like an eight out of ten for me. Yeah, too that's... when I first watched it. But yeah. but yeah, that that too is one. It could if it. Could you really remake it nowadays, though? It, it's kind of a part of the time, right? Like, you could do it now. It would look a little bit better with the visuals, but, like... But even the visuals still hold up, though. That's the yeah. thing. Like, that movie was, like, like 20 years ahead of its time when yeah. it came out. Like, for graphics-wise, I mean. Like, the, but the acting. Oof. Acting, yeah. I mean, that's... Oof. Yeah. So cheesy, man. You, you can't really... I mean, yeah, but the effects in it. God, the, the bugs look so... They move so good in that. Like, it's... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the boys who made Jurassic Park. Really? That yeah, makes sense. The same yeah. visual effects, guys. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. But yeah. And then uh, how about for games that got really high ratings that you guys were kind of like... Man. I don't know, but like high ratings, but like the one that jumped out to me was uh, Dante's Inferno. Um, right. Oh. Let me just want to look up the Metacritic because that, I think I remember being reviewed actually kind of low. Okay. And... Uh, 73%. So, I mean, it's not super high, it's not super low. But, I mean, mm. like, I remember playing that game, and the, the common criticism was, like, this is just, like, a God of War clone. And <laughs> it's like, yeah, but God of War is a really fun game. <laughs> so, right. Like, it's okay. I, I don't mind that it's copying it. Like, they, it's got a, like, well, I mean, it's kind of basic story, I guess. It's just him trying mm. to go through the rings of hell but it's like the rings of hell are super cool and the boss fights are super awesome and like yeah you know it's a fun game i don't know oh for I sure remember yeah yeah go ahead sorry i'm trying to think no i was gonna say uh i played uh command and conquer um tiberium wars 3 yeah. i remember thinking that was like one of the the best ones out of like the whole franchise i thought that was like awesome and uh I'm just trying to find the Metacritic thing here. Well, they got 9 out of 10 on Steam. 96% liked it. But let's see what the Metacritic says here. I, I think it's like this one. Pretty bad. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, yeah, it didn't do very good. Because the story and the lore of the game is so out there that it's no longer like... Uh, yeah, it kind of went off in a different direction. And yeah, once it kind of added in those... I mean, Alien was always a spot a thing with Tiberium Wars. Yeah, as soon as they dropped it. Actually, no, I I might have been wrong about this one. I apologize. This one got 85 meta score. Mm. User score was eight. 
which one was it that I was playing? Was it was it maybe um the expansion Kane's Wrath, maybe? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm just trying to think of another game that we had played that was that I thought was really good. One game I I can think of that I critics loved and I disliked a lot was the Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild, not Breath of the Wild, um Skyward Sword. Um for the Wii. It's controls, it's yeah. I didn't this with the with the nunchuck and everything else, it played like crap and stamina yeah. meter and just, I just did not like the gameplay at all and story right. was shit and it's weird. Of course the Zelda game so it's rated like nine out of ten, ten out of ten. So it's like, oh well, okay, but I did yeah. not like it at all. It's like, oh this is kind of bullshit. Yeah. Right. I'm a butter in that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alien Isolation. That's one that I was kind of like, well, that one I think got really great. Yeah, it got eighty-one percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the gameplay was 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 pretty good. There's a lot of glitches in it, but uh, the story was. I just wanted more. I wanted so mm-hmm. much more story to it. And like, it's one of those games you just kind of go around. I guess it's kind of cool how you can like find the tapes and the different logs, but you got to read and you got to listen to stuff and whatever. And mm-hmm. there's like maybe four or five cutscenes max in the whole entire game. Mm-hmm. But and the ending, ugh, terrible ending. So I don't know how it got like eighty one percent. I would have been, I would have gave it like a six and a half, probably seven mm-hmm. out of ten. But yeah, let me see here. There was one game that I played on PlayStation. It was like a robotic. You're in Los Angeles, LAPD robot PlayStation game. Oh, uh, I thought it was awesome. Becoming human. Future Cop LAPD. Uh, it's a two-player split screen. Uh, not split screen. I think you're on the same screen. It's kind of like a top overview, and you're in these mechs, and you're going, and you're like killing all these criminals, and then there's like people that have uh, access. Like this, this gang takes over like a nuclear refinery, and you mm. gotta like stop them without setting off a chain reaction. And the graphics were just terrible the gameplay was <laughs> terrible it lagged i thought it was like really really good and it uh it did not do very well it was like a very mm. little known game even like shogo shogo is a prime example that's, that's one i was great like, game yeah great game but just an absolute pile of garbage like <laughs> bugs galore uh scott and i were watching a, a youtube video of it i think and uh, a guy was playing it and he was reviewing it he's like like the potential was there Yep. And like when you buy the disc, when you bought the disc way back when it came out, I got to find out when it came out. Because uh, I remember when I found it. I think, was it? Yeah. Shogun, Mobile yeah. Armor Division. That's the one. Yeah. yeah it's got uh, like 6 out of 10 on Steam. Yeah. It was terrible. Uh, 1998 it came out. Yeah. First person shooter. You play on foot as a person. And um, and then you end up getting your mech. You can pick your mech at the beginning and whatever. Yep. It's like if you went to like a certain spot. Before you were supposed to, the whole game was just fucked. You were yeah. done. You had to like literally restart, and you had to like have a hotkey on your quick save because if you didn't, you can get like one shot by people. Because I couldn't figure it out at the time, but after watching this video, after so many years of playing it, is that there's like random critical hits with each NPC that you come across. So like you can be getting shot and hit and whatever like a whole bunch of times, and all of a sudden you'll come around a corner full health, and one guy will shoot you with a pistol, and it'll instantly kill you. Your yep. body like explodes in like eight different pieces, and it's just like, what the fuck is going on? But the story was so quirky. The characters are so funny. So funny, oh yeah, right. And like the it love voice, story was so bizarre. It was and the voiceover it had it was fully voiced and everything else. And the lines yeah. of were great. Oh yeah, it was phenomenal. 
like it just had so much potential. I remember like being so frustrated playing mm-hmm. this game because it was so buggy and such mm-hmm. shit. But you just kept coming back to it to play it because you wanted to finish it. The big reason too was because uh, it was one of those games that was worth more than what it was because we all bought it at Liquidation World for like two bucks. Yeah, it was, it was like two dollars or two fifty. Yeah. At the time. Once everyone found out about it, we all bought it and we all started right. playing it because it was like, yeah, yeah, this game is amazing for being yeah. a, a cheap game, but it was way worth its value. It was amazing. Yep. Yeah, I oh, love yeah. that game. It was so good, but it's like, yeah, it's got just shit reviews. Yeah. It was, it was so I, much uh, fun playing. It I'm not gonna lie, I cheated a lot playing that game. I always went into god mode because you die so easily. So oh fast. yeah, you have yeah. to. I ended up uh, playing over it again because I wanted to try and beat it without God mode, and I don't mm. know how long it took me. It took me a lot of visits because I used to play it at my grandparents' place because oh, their yeah. computer was the only one that could play the game because it was such a high-end game at the time. And uh, yeah, I, there was you know, there was a lot of sleepovers. I finished <laughs> that game. It was a lot of fun. And you look at it now, it's just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you guys find that you pay attention more to video game reviews than movie reviews? No, uh, more videos than more movies than video games. I, uh, I used to watch X Play and, um, not necessarily like, like looking at them, but like, like mm-hmm. having them impact yep. your purchase. Yeah, I, uh, I, I do. I will admit it lately. It used to be movies, but mm-hmm. now it's like, whatever. If, if I got time, whatever. It depends on if it's stream or not. But like, yeah. uh, when I go on PlayStation Store and I'll see, like, game reviews. Like, if it's got four out of five reviews, I'll read the reviews. And then mm-hmm. I'll go on YouTube and watch IGN's review on it and just mm-hmm. kind of get, like, an idea of what it's like. Yeah, and then, yeah I kind of do, yeah. But if, it, if I'm on PlayStation and I see a game and it's on sale and it's got, like, four and a mm-hmm. half and there's, like, 200,000 reviews on there, I'm like, yeah, it's probably a good game. I'm going to mm-hmm. go with this. Mm-hmm. But I, I do. I do definitely pay attention yeah. a lot. I mean, like, you, it probably makes sense because... It's an eighty dollar purchase compared mm-hmm. to a, yes a ten dollar yes. movie ticket or a twelve dollar movie ticket, yeah, mm-hmm. or a five dollar rental on YouTube, yeah. you know, because somebody mm-hmm. does. But yeah, for sure, no, I, I, I do find that I do that way more often. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's more, more important. Because I remember even as a, as a kid, I used to go when we go to the store, or I, uh, or when we got our magazine subscriptions, I uh, was subscribed to. Um, I think it was IGN. IGN had a catalog, right? That you can get like a like a magazine. Uh, EGM a maybe. That's nah, the one. Yes, EGM yes, yes, or, yes. or Game Informer, and then the Game Informer. I had, I had all of them. I used to get yeah. those, and I would be so excited to read what's coming out next, and the Resident mm-hmm. Evil sections and stuff. The new Resident Evil's coming out, and yeah, I remember yeah. having Game Informer. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, I used to get those magazines all the time and read them. And like that would determine what's the next game I was going to get. Like mm-hmm. when I saved up enough money, I would buy this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to do that all the time. But now yeah. you just go on Google reviews and there's so many critic sites that you can go on now. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because like saying, like I, I remember getting burned on a couple of PS3 games. I bought Lair because I like, I remember seeing the preview in PlayStation Magazine. It's like, cool, you, you're playing as a dragon and you mm-hmm. swoop down and you light, pick people up and shoot fireballs. Yeah. And then, like, the game comes out, it's on PS3, and it's, like, one of the first games kind of coming out. It's, like, it uses the, uh, the six-axis controller. Yeah. So you're, like, constantly, like, doing this, and, like... Oh, no. It's, it's so bad. I was, like, this game sucks. And then, like, go look at the review online. It's, like, four out of ten. I'm, like, fuck. <laughs> I should have looked. Yeah. Um, right? From that point on, I think I learned my lesson. I was, like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there are some hidden gems out there. 
You know, that might appeal to just you. That's like with movies. Same thing. It's like The Room. It's a masterpiece. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. What is The Rooms? Let's see. Uh, The Room. No, no, no. Don't Google it because you have to have a reaction video for that one. I know. I'm still going to watch it. I know what it is, but like, yeah. Okay. That's not bad. That's it's so bad that it's uh that it's famous. Do you wanna guess what it is? What? That was Rotten Tomatoes, the tomato meter and the audience score? Mm, audience score is probably ninety. Okay. Um and ninety, you think so? I think it'd be probably like thirty five for critics. Uh Tyler, you wanna say or just Odd critics, I I would think we'd give it like a twenty percent and then user reviews would be like fifty. Damn, son! Uh, t- uh, tomato meter for the critics 23 23%, audience score 47%. I should be a critic, uh, money. No. <laughs> <laughs> damn. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's it's one of those like so bad it's good movies, you have to watch this because of what it is, not how it is. And yeah, right. it's so that makes sense to me with that, mm-hmm. that score. So I still want to watch it and still want to experience it, but you have um, to. I know you have, you to, ha- you to, have to, exactly. Yeah, it's one of those yeah. things where you're just going to see it yourself and. Yeah, find out what it is. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, like some satires are are good to watch. Like, mm-hmm. like knowing that Starship Troopers, that's what it is now. Like now that I understand, that's what they mm-hmm. were going for. It's more enjoyable now knowing that. But like the room, he took it so it took itself so seriously. Mm-hmm. Like they were just like he was so determined to make this stupid fucking movie, mm-hmm. and like he was obviously passionate about it. And it's so bad that it's like, man, you have to like. You have to share this with everybody else just to see mm-hmm. this train wreck of a movie. <laughs> I believe it. So that's I what I thought it would have been like 90 because everybody's like, nobody actually hates that movie. Everybody loves that movie. Well, everyone loves right. it because it's so bad, right? But I mean, then you have like the, the, the hardcore the... ones. You're like, no, it's terrible. It's going to yeah. be bad, right? So it's that, that middle ground. Right. Yeah. So a movie means... like that would have, I think, 50 50 perspectives for sure. Which, it's like, oh, it's it so had, bad. Yeah. You got to watch it. I love it. Oh, and other people are like, this movie's bad. Do not watch it. Like, yeah, I refuse. So it's like, I don't know. It's it's tough to watch. Like, I, I, I missed some of it because I just looked away. I'm just like, I cannot believe this. Is <laughs> <laughs> you could not pay me enough. Like, if you're one of the male cast members, like, whatever, but uh, poor girl, <laughs> poor girl, man. <laughs> Uh, uh brutal. Yeah. I can't wait to watch it again. <laughs> you and Carly, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, My face is turning red already just thinking about it. It's so hard yeah. to watch, man. Yeah. For sure. I'm trying to think of yeah. other ones that are uh absolute mm-hmm. letdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh I know I got burnt on one game that I should have read the reviews beforehand, but I said fuck it, I want it because I want it. Was yeah. a No Man's Sky. So I first game I bought when I bought my PS4. It was out for I think almost a month by the time I bought that game, and I yeah. ignored all the reviews. I ignored all the things because I I bought into the hype, thinking, "Oh yeah, it's going to be a this great game, right?" And then yeah, I got burnt on it. Realizing, well, no, it's actually really buggy and really boring and tough to play. Now I play up onto it every now and then, and now is a whole like there's a hub world, there's multiplayer, there's all these new things now coming out every other month still. But right. uh, but I thought what it is now is what I thought it would have been back then. What it so, should have been, yeah. What it should have been, exactly, right? So I was like, okay, yeah, and now I know to kind of look more into it and watch more reviews because I was just so like into this. Oh my god, I can be a, I can find space. I can go into space and do stuff. Hell yeah, it's want to do that, right? And yeah, it's like, oh yeah, it was 
I bought into the hype train and I paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, you learn your lesson. That's right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I remember the good old days when I used to, when I lived by myself, first moved into town, movie gallery, used to have uh, five for five or, and then sunshine seven for seven. You mm-hmm. just go rent them all. And then uh, I'm like, ooh, I saw this. I saw this one I was actually excited about because I had Morgan Freeman in it and I had John Cusack. And I can't remember what the name of the movie was because it was just the worst movie I've ever fucking seen in my entire life. It's about assassins trying to kill some witnesses that are under witness protection. Oh. I got to try and find it. But it was so bad. And Morgan Freeman's only in it for like literally the five contract. minutes. But he's like, that's the one. The contract. Heard of that movie 2006. before. Yeah, that's Ew. right. Because it was. It was two years after I graduated. I moved into town. The contract. I remember it. And it's like that. It's like, okay, it's a nighttime scene. But it's like, it was clearly daylight. But they just put like a blue filter over top of it. I'm like, who? Mm-hmm. And at that point, I honestly think it was at that point that I was like, okay, from now on, I'm looking to see who wrote this movie and who directed this movie. Because I no longer trust good actors on the front cover of the movie do not be fooled just because there's a good actor on the cover of that of that movie box does not mean it's going to be a good movie yeah, yeah. my parents uh, said that they've been watching a couple of bruce willis movies on netflix i'm like ooh, how's that going for you yeah <laughs> they said that they watched one just recently i can't remember what the name of it was but they said oh it sounded like a like a good movie right so that basically uh she's like some kind of witness to something too and she's in this hospital and it's like literally been uh, evacuated to, to protect her because these people are trying to get in there and kill her. And it's almost like Assault on Precinct, Precinct 13. It's the same idea, I think, because I don't know if you guys have seen that movie or not. That was a yeah, pretty mediocre. Like, the original was John Carpenter, and then they did a remake of it, and it had Ethan no, Hawke and... Lawrence Fishburne? Lawrence, um... Yep. Yeah. yeah, Lawrence Fishburne, I believe. Yeah. I, I believe. Um, So it's kind of the same idea, but I guess it was just absolute trash. Like, it was so bad. She said that the actors were like... like college film school students that were in the movie like it was just so bad and then bruce willis they said that he wasn't even trying like they just said it just looked like he just did not want to be there the whole time and it wasn't because that's his character but just because he's just there to collect paycheck and <laughs> yeah and whatever right like that's so sad because he used to be like one of our favorites my mom said that like she was just she had like a, such a huge crush on him and he just he's just a sellout now he's just Pay the just bills, man. Turning out movies. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. 2019. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven movies in one year. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Read the read the scripts, man. <laughs> <laughs> Try. So it's too bad. It's mm-hmm. too bad. What is it? Hard kill? I'm trying to find it. Uh, every now and then I still uh enjoy watching Armageddon. It's one of those movies where he's in it and I'm like, yeah, I don't mind it. It's always Michael it's uh Michael Bay again and it's uh Stupid and dumb, and you know, America saves the world kind of movie, but yeah. I still like it. Yeah, yeah it's still it's still one of my favorites of his. Survive the night—that's the name of it. Oh god, that sounds exactly like uh, Assault on Precinct Thirteen. Yeah, just by the title exactly. alone, exactly like it. Yeah, yeah. A disgraced doctor and his family are held hostage at their home by criminals on the run when a robbery gone awry requires them to seek immediate medical attention. Okay, and that's what leads to the hospital. So mm-hmm. my synopsis wasn't even right. Listen to me. But it sounds, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah it's terrible. It's got like a 4.1 mm-hmm. on IMDb. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, don't believe, don't believe uh, what you see on the cover. Look at the back. If you mm-hmm. don't recognize a writer or director, don't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you might get lucky, but just, just Google it. Check the reviews. There you go. I try not to, but yeah. 
Cool. Well, yeah. uh, any other final thoughts here? Or you guys got it out of your system? I think we got it out of our system. <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed watching it on YouTube here, leave a like and subscribe. And if you're listening on a podcast service like Apple, Google, or Spotify, give us a thumbs up, give us five stars, and subscribe there as well. And then head over to our Facebook page, like our page, and ask a question for Monday. Uh, yeah, that's going to do it. We'll be back here tomorrow for Friday, the weekly wrap-up. Until then, we will see you later. See you guys. See you guys.